0: You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team
1: every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys, I'm your host Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. It is Tuesday, December 6th, Cowboys getting ready for a big game against the Giants in New York. Sunday night football, the Cowboys actually are going to play four straight games in primetime, played, obviously, on Thanksgiving uh, w- with the win against the Redskins. <laughs> then they played last Thursday night at Minnesota, won that game, 17-15. And then they got this week against the New York Giants on Sunday night football in actually their December 19th game. Against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers has been flexed, so that game will be in prime time as well. The Cowboys uh, are rolling; they're hot, uh, and they're even spreading some holiday cheer. If you uh, uh, yesterday, the Cowboys had the day off; they're actually off today. Uh, Jerry Jones is going to do his radio interview this morning, but no media access uh, later today. They'll get back to practice Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Travel to New York on on Saturday, and then of course the game on Sunday. So should be a good one. But uh, but yesterday the Cowboys spent the days going to four area hospitals in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I was actually at Cook Children's in, in downtown Fort Worth, where uh, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, they took care of my adopted hometown of Fort Worth. Uh, Tyron Smith, Sean Lee. Uh, so clearly the, the big names went to Fort Worth. My buddy, co-worker Clarence Hill, went to a Dallas area hospital. I'm not exactly sure which one. Uh, and, and over there, Jason Witten, uh, Zach Martin, Travis Frederick were among the big names. And another co-worker went to the Scottish Rite, just kind of by uptown Dallas, uh, Shereen Williams. And and they had a lot of the DBs and, and, and uh, uh, other guys. Uh, Orlando Scandrick, I guess, was kind of the big name over there. So, uh, anyways, that I mean, that's always fun to go see uh, these guys give back. I'll play some audio right now from uh, Dak Prescott, kind of talking about his day, uh, giving the Christmas spirit, giving some holiday cheer to these uh, little kids who are, who are going through some medical issues and it is always nice to see kind of the the players get just as much out of it as the kids you know to add some perspective things of that nature so here's Dak Prescott talking about that and Dak Prescott additionally goes on to talk about the Cowboys already securing a playoff berth with the Redskins losing on Sunday the Cowboys are for sure in the postseason Uh, as as a wild card for now they if they beat the giants on sunday they can clinch the division and we'll get more into that but right now here's dak prescott talking about spreading some holiday cheer
0: i'm so excited there's nothing better uh just to be able to come and use my platform uh, to benefit just put a smile on these kids face i would go through so much uh just this little bit of time. Uh, It means a lot. It's great for me, Uh, and I hope they got a lot out of it.
1: And doing it with your buddies, some really close friends, makes it even more fun.
0: Yeah, definitely. See, exactly that right there. Still in my hat. I took his hat, so it was okay. But, uh, I mean, it's fun just to be around these kids, just to see their energy and their smile, as I said, after everything they've been through. And uh, getting to share with uh, with my great teammates is awesome. This gets you ready for Christmas Dad. Uh, definitely, uh, I'm always in the in the Christmas spirit. Uh, so I mean, just you know, seeing these kids, it's, it's a blessing. What do you think? Uh, clinching the playoff spot this early in the season. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, that's cool. Uh, I mean, I'm a... I mean uh, you guys that you guys playing a lot of fun time I mean, we're America's team. Uh, I feel like everybody wants to see us play. Uh, so it's exciting. I feel like the Cowboys are always on prime time. Uh, but to be in the position we're in, winning like we are, playing the way we are, uh, it's cool. It makes the better football. I do you guys make sure you keep the foot on the gas and, and not just be happy making the playoff? What's up, guys? Uh, it's just uh, just staying focused. Uh, it's a brotherhood. You just see how all the guys are. Uh, so it's fun. As long as we're having fun like
2: this, uh, they're all screaming. They're doing
1: this as fun. Thank you so much. Thanks, All right, that was uh, Dak Prescott there. And uh, as you heard, uh, some teammates were, uh, you know, kind of giving them some grief. But I think it speaks volumes to just how loose and how uh, uh, e- easygoing the locker room is right now. You can tell these guys really like playing for each other, really like being – you know, kind of the uh guys so so to speak, the top team in the NFC, top team in the NFL. So uh they are certainly having fun and uh Alfred Morris was also there and uh he, he talked real briefly about uh also clinching a playoff berth as well as giving back and I thought Alfred Morris if you don't know his story he's he's a good really good guy uh still drives his you know high school car uh, and you know, the for a lot of these guys, you know, they, they benefited from from programs and, and stuff like that of, of people giving back. And and Alfred Morris from Emmett Smith's hometown of Pensacola, Florida, uh, played at Florida Atlantic. Was a sixth round pick, of course, went to the Pro Bowl a couple times with the uh, Washington Redskins. But uh, now finds himself in more of a reserve role. Uh, you know, he only had one carry for 11 yards on Thursday against the Vikings, but. Uh, certainly one of the veteran presidents and in and, uh, and arguably uh, one of the Cowboys' top rooms, the running back room, Ezekiel Elliott, leading the league in rushing and, uh, you know, getting himself in MVP consideration. But here's Alfred Morris uh, talking about giving back, and then he also talks about the Cowboys and the mindset they need to keep going forward. They're going through the
2: parents, and they're so, they're so lively and so, like – the, the energy and just excitement on their faces and just the glow in their, you know, their eyes, the twinkle in their eyes, if you want to say that. It's just been a, it's an awesome experience to come out here and do this. So I'm glad we're doing this not only just as a uh, community hours but as a team. You know, I know we have three, four, four different hospitals today, but it's just, this is an awesome experience. I know it's going to touch these kids a lot.
1: So is she in the holiday spirit, Alfred?
2: I'm always in the holiday spirit. I, <laughs> I got a big heart. I mean, I come from a family of givers. I mean, I love giving, and I mean, a lot of times people think when they think of giving it's like money or a check and it's like no nah, i feel like giving your time giving your efforts and just being present that it have much more lasting impression on you know children families wherever, whatever you're you know giving to more so than what a dollar will yeah the dollar stuff don't get me wrong but just you know just showing people that you care and they like i want to take in an invested in interest in you and make such a difference and you know, that's why i always come to these events and yeah i do do some things that i actually give money but i'm more so i much rather come and just like i said just come touch the lives of these these parents and these kids and just get them to get their minds off the situation because i was that kid you know my family i was on government aid growing up i mean we did a lot of these programs like uh, some of the like the, the giving tree angel program that's i from me. There's programs like that that give around the thanksgiving holidays the christmas holidays so i always said when i became you know when i was able that i would always give back and this is an opportunity to give back and I, I, I encourage everyone to give in one way or another. So if, you, if you're watching this, if you see this, I don't know if it's gonna be broadcasted. Anyways, but at least I, I just want to encourage people to just give in some way, shape, or form. Of giving, you guys clinched playoff spot already this year. I, I mean that's huge, you know. Coming from, I mean I've been on playoff teams and I've been on teams that were not even in the, you know the picture. You know I've been on three win season uh, teams and I mean that's not fun. But just to be to be this far ahead, so early on, you know, still have four games left in the season, and we're definitely going to approach each of those games, not as if we made it, but we still have that same approach we had, like no, everyone's coming us out, no one has expected us to do anything, so we're going to keep that mentality, we're going to keep that almost like chip on our shoulders, to keep driving and pushing forward, and to see, you know, we can push this thing even further, because like, making the playoffs is not good enough, there's plenty of teams that make it to the playoffs, but it's only two that makes it to the big dance, and that's everyone's goal at the, end of, the beginning of the year, is to make it to the Super Bowl, and we have an opportunity if we keep you know, pushing the way we're doing, that we can actually make a push to get there, and it's not going to be easy. So, like I said, we're going to kick, approach each game, like it's our last, approach each game with the mindset of like no one expects anything from us. We're going to go out there and take
1: everything we want. All right, that was Alfred Morris, there. and as you heard, I think the entire team is going to kind of live in the moment, live by the day. Uh, with that being said, once the Cowboys, assuming the Cowboys clinch a playoff or a, a clinch a, a buy and possibly home field advantage at some point in the next couple weeks, uh, then the, the discussion will have to become there's nothing that it's going to be a balance of staying fresh and risking injury. So uh, when there's nothing on the line, do you really want to run Ezekiel Elliott 30 times against Philly? I mean, of course not. So, uh, so there is going to be that factor in there, but for now, the Cowboys are are not going to slow down, and there that is a very fine balance that Jason Garrett's going to have to walk. He's never had to do it before, where you kind of have to balance, you know, how, how much a guy plays and stays fresh and ready, as opposed to uh, risking him to unnecessary injury. So that will be interesting to see. Uh, and going back to the game real quick, uh, you know. I talked a lot about Kyle Wilber making that great play in the punt game, uh, forcing the turnover after uh, Vince Maley had had, had Tealyn wrapped up and, and popping the ball loose and recovering it. So I, I was I didn't play this sound from the other day, but I'm going to finish up this episode by uh, I caught Rich Pasaccia, the special teams coordinator, and uh, you know about that play and also how good the Cowboys contained Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson went the distance against him last preseason, uh, but he only had three kickoff returns, 80 yards, average of 26.7, his long of 35. So, uh, clearly, he's a great returner, but uh, by and large, the Cowboys were able to contain Cordero Patterson and the special teams came through with the play of the day that got him that 11th straight win. So, here is Rich Bisaccia. The uh, play by Wilbur, how much do you guys work on that and and preach getting the ball out, especially in those types of situations when when Mailey gets him
3: wrapped up there? Yeah, good question. Um, And actually, you know, we work on takeaways every day on defense, so it's a part of our EDDs, our you know, everyday drills, so we're working on taking the ball away in, in um, different spots all the time, especially on defense, so and it's a carryover, you know, those defensive guys mostly are on the, on the teams and then, you know, when we're working our punch stuff we're working on taking the ball away at the other end as well, and you know, Manley did a great job of laying out, putting his hands on him, and Kyle just finished I think with a with a punch with his right hand and, and um, just like they do every day in practice, so it's a big play for us in the game Kyle been
2: playing well lately.
3: So oh, yeah, Cal's Cal's been really. We, I feel like we've um, we've gotten a little bit better each week. You know, we started out great, and we had a bunch of missed tackles in the first six games, and. and um, So, but I think we've tackled better and I think we've gotten a little bit better each week in practice and it's starting to show up a little bit in the game. We've had different guys show up. We've got Leon McFadden playing for us now. He's been up. We've got Melee playing. He's been up the last few weeks. So, um, those guys have been contributing as long as, as well as, um, you know, Bon now has come up and played a little bit. So, it's had a little bit of, um, Use it to some of those guys that we count on, like Gashkar and Wilbur and Jeff Heath and, and those guys. So it's, it's been a good mix. It'd be good and bad, I imagine. Youth.
2: I mean, having the fresh blood is great, but then it's a little inexperienced there too.
3: Well, you know, it's, you always have to take the, the bad with the good, right? And, and uh, we're looking forward to Mo Claymore getting back, and there'll be some battles for game day roster spots.
1: Well, and, and uh, talk about containing Patterson. I mean, one of the best returners in the league, and, and he didn't really get off. Much
3: today. Yeah, I thought we did a good job. I told him after the game I, every time he touches the ball, I age five years, you know, on the sideline. And he hit us for a big one in the preseason game a year ago. So um, we had a lot of respect for him and the way he plays, and really for their whole unit. They've got a good unit. Um, we just felt like we had a chance to maybe contain him a little bit by some of the different kicks that Dan used and, and hopefully tackling him better, you know, than we have. So.
1: All right, that was uh, Rich Passaccio, the special teams coordinator, and that's going to do it for today's Locked On Cowboys podcast. As always, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, at Drew Davison, D-R-E-W, D-A-V-I-S-O-N. Shoot me an email, D Davison at star-telegram.com. And tell your friends, tell your families about the Locked On Podcast Network. We have experts on every team. Locked On NFL with Matt Williamson. Uh, it, it certainly must listen to for all the big stories around the league. So until next time, take care and I will be back uh, with an episode on Wednesday. The list.